Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show yeah man god is in the blessing business all day every day god got hundreds of millions of blessings that he passes out every day all i want to do is be the recipient that i'm the recipient of what he has for me that's all I want. I just want God's favor, and I go. I want God's blessings. You know, of course, I need his mercy and his grace, but I just want his blessing and his favor. I want, 
I want that in my life because it does things for me that I'm absolutely incapable of doing for myself. And I've been a recipient of many of those. And you can be the recipient of them too. You already are, really. Really, you already are. If you're getting up every morning, that's a blessing. If you're getting one day closer to anything you're trying to accomplish, that's a blessing. But now, let, let me let, let me talk to you about this part right here, folks, because this is the part that messes people up a great deal. What happens when you get off track? What is that? What does that mean when you get off track? See, I've been off track. I can't tell you how many times. And it happens in so many aspects of your life. But, but what is it that makes getting off track so debilitating to some people? You know, there are some people who once they're off track, they off course, they off the dream, they on to something else. And you cannot allow the fact that you've gotten off track to stop you. Can I tell you something? Everybody gets off track. Nobody does a diet exactly, meal per meal, calorie by calorie exact. Everybody makes mistakes. But somehow, there are people who have made a success of themselves. There are people who are living their life's dreams. There are people who lose weight in spite of getting off track. See, what happens when you get off track, here's the simple thing to do. The simple thing is just to get back on track. Yeah, that's, that's, but that's easier said than done, ain't it, Steve? Yeah, because see, people, when you get off track, here's some of the things that happen. See, you get the, here come the naysayers, some of them from the outside, some of them internally. Here's what gets said when you get off track. See, I told you. I told you. You know, you, you you start hearing that. It's not for you. Okay? This is all just because you got off track. It's not for you. Okay, here's another one. It ain't meant to be. You can hear it or you can say it. Well, I guess it's just not meant to be. These are all things that people say to themselves once they get off track. You can't do it. Well, I don't guess I can do it. Here's another one. I thought you said that you was going to make it. You know, I was sure hoping I could have made it. It comes external or internal, but these are just some of the things that say. I thought you said you was going to lose weight. Well, you know, I had tried to lose some weight. I'm just going down the list of some of the things that goes through a person's mind when they get off track. But let me ask you a question, though. Who made the rule that when you get off track, you can't get back on? Who, who made that rule? Where is that written that once you get off track, you can't get back on? See, because I'm going to tell you something, folks. There's no such rule. As a matter of fact, it's, it's quite the opposite. See, everybody in pursuit of a dream, a goal, an aspiration, or a mission is going to get off track sometimes. You're going to get derailed. There are going to be days where you're not going to get it right. 
There are going to be days where you feel like giving up. There's going to be days when you're just going to flat out get it wrong. That's the journey. But let me tell you something. Every successful person that I know, ever met, talked to, sat down and chopped it up with, have shared one thing in common. We all get off track. We all get it wrong along the way. I don't care who the person is. The president got it wrong along the way. Your pastor got it wrong along the way. Choir director got it wrong along the way. The principal at your school got it wrong along the way. The valedictorian of your class got it wrong along the way. The star of the team got it wrong along the way. They've all been off track. Your boss down at your job, he got it wrong along the way. Your immediate supervisor got it wrong along the way. Everybody I know that has any measure of success in every in every level that you call success, however you want to label it, has gotten off track. As a matter of fact, it's impossible. Listen to me. It is impossible not to get off track in pursuit of your dreams, goals, visions, aspirations. It is impossible. Don't you let nobody tell you that they got through life unscathed, that they made it because they was just so determined and I would let nothing turn me back. Yeah, you might not have let nothing turn you back because you're here. Oh, but you thought about it. Oh, you thought about it on days when you was off track. But see, people don't like to tell the whole story. They just want you to think as much as you can about them. So when they tell you their story, they leave out the, the, the stuff along the way. It was just hard work and determination that got me here. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was the fact that you got off track and the grace and mercy of God allowed you to get back on. His forgiveness allowed you to get back on because you would not believe what some of the people have done. So when you get off track, don't allow the naysayers outside and the big naysayer inside because let me tell you something. The biggest naysayer of them all comes from inside. See, it don't matter what other people say out there. It takes some time for you to learn this, and I understand, because it took me some time to learn it. See, I have a lot of naysayers out there, but I ain't operating for them. I operate and function for the ones that love me, for the ones that get me, for the ones that understand what I'm really trying to do. And so don't you be the one that, doesn't allow yourself to get back on track when you get off track. Because like I said, who made the rule up that you can't get back on track? There's no such rule out there. Stop stopping yourself from getting it right. So what you started the diet at the beginning of the year and you already off? Start another one. Start over. Try it again. Don't ever stop trying. If you stop trying, you can't make it. But if you never give up the effort, if you never give up and say it's over, it ain't over. You heard the saying, it ain't over to the fat lady saying, I never invite her. She's not invited. It ain't over to the fat lady saying, I don't know where the fat lady stay. I have not sent her an invitation to none of my events. She's not welcome here. She didn't ask me a couple of times. How come I never get invited? Because you're going to start saying it. 
And I ain't got time for that. All right? Stop inviting the fat lady to all your events. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are with Steve Harvey Morning Show broadcasting live this morning. Special broadcast this morning. Broadcasting live. No, I can't say that. Let's just say in living color. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we yeah. like that. That'll yeah. work. That'll work. Well... Well, we, we, su- back. Yeah. we survived another one. Saying his soul yeah. is over. <laughs> what a great time had by all, Steve. So much fun. Congratulations, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Way to go, man. Yeah, the best group of people. Man. So nice. They was all on the same page. They was having a good time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Grown folks enjoying themselves, yeah. yeah. eating, drinking, laughing. Yeah. And from everywhere, Dallas and Virginia, Chicago, Detroit, all of Chicago, Chicago is I down know. here. Now, let me tell you who's down here, too. That Mid-Atlantic, uh-huh. that, the whole state of Delaware <laughs> is yeah. here. Yeah. Philly. Oh, yeah, Philly's Philly's here, yeah. DMV, yeah. D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. really I did. I overdid uh, well, mine. <laughs> my my day was, was uh, your, yeah favorite moment. Friday. Uh-huh. I gave two speeches, a motivational speech. Uh-huh. Then I unleash the Kraken at Apollo. <laughs> yes, man, do what you do, boo. man. <laughs> I, I promise you, we can go get this check. Huh? If you just come on, man, just say it. What check? This comedy check. He can go back out here and get it. Oh, come oh, out of retirement. Yeah, just come on. Man, oh. after what he did at the Apollo. Did you oh. feel it, though? Did you feel it on stage? Yeah. I mean, okay. you know, it, it was, I mean, you know, it was natural. You know, I have yeah. forgotten. Uh-huh. And I and my timing is not off because I perform every day somewhere. somewhere. Not as a stand-up, but comedically. Yeah, yeah. on this show. Whether it's Little Big Shots, this show. Yeah. You know, the talk show. My, my You know, my mind is sharp, so. Yeah, yeah we The comedy start. thing was... We just have a line for you. Yeah, yeah. Here. Yeah. 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 You can't go over it, but you do often. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I felt like the lady that came out to sing, Reetha Franklin. Uh Uh-huh. I wasn't really having that. (laughs) You put a stop to it. Yeah. Man. Why? (laughs) Tell the people, Steve. (laughs) Yeah, two weeks ago. You're right. You're right. Jess, what you're not fitting to do yeah. is mess this up and the queen, Jess. <laughs> we still grieving. Uh, not right now. Yeah, it's, it's some people that still ain't got past this year. Yeah, yeah. Right. You gonna come in here and do yeah. a half-ass version? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> yeah. Boy, let me, we Man. come back, I'll tell you what I feel about it. <laughs> all right, we're going to talk about all of that. Uh, it was some kind of weekend uh, in the Dominican Republic at Punta Cana. And if you didn't make it to Sand, of Sol- Sand and Soul, you missed a treat. We were all there. We'll talk about all of that when we come back uh, at 32 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it was some kind of weekend in Punta Cana and the Dominican Republic for all of us. Yeah, if you did not make it to Sand and Soul, Man, you missed a treat, Steve. I bet you'll be there next year. I, I bet, bet you I will. I bet they will. I bet you will. Yeah. yeah. So many people on social media, they are commenting uh-huh. on our pictures at Steve Harvey FM. Uh, Dawn, our social media director, is here. She did a great job. She Shout did. out to Dawn. <laughs> she was there. Dawn said, yeah. love and light. See, love y'all light. like people in y'all face with cameras. I don't. 
don't necessarily no, not, yeah. like it. But Dawn I'm, is just one continuous press plate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, she She's is. doing her job. Yes, she's she doing is. her job. But what I was saying was the comments where people kept saying, man, I wish I was there. Yeah. Man, next year, y'all going to do it again. Those were some of the yeah, comments. Yeah, they already asking when and where next where? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Do, you, do you know? Do you know? We yeah, gonna... I do. I'll make the announcement. But you can't tell you. Week. So okay. many people came up and said, "We're ha- thank you guys so much. We're having such a wonderful time. A lot of couples here this time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just need to know right quick in a in a, a just mm-hmm. just you know if if well what I think we should do this place again. I'm, uh, I'm all in because people had a good time. I'm all in. I think we should do this place yeah. again. I, it was just too many happy uh-huh. people. Yeah, they were. Yeah, you know. people people had a great time. It's fourteen swimming pools. <laughs> yeah. Count them. <laughs> did you go to the? Did you, were you at the foam party? The other day, it was a foam pool party that Shirley <laughs> Junior and I hosted. You talking about instead of gambling? <laughs> <laughs> Those you were the been options. In the pool with foam, Steve. It was so like a big gigantic yeah. bubble bath. Fun, yeah. <laughs> with cigars too. Okay, yeah. cigars in the pool. Yeah, Junior had his cigar. Oh, man, wait, yeah. wait a minute, dog. No, there's an opportunity <laughs> for me to increase my financial standing. Yeah. In a casino. Uh-huh. In Am your I face. a pool party? Somebody <laughs> blowing bubbles on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should have. I should have pushed him in there. Yes, we should have. With his, with his red sparkly shoes would have been the worst thing. I know. He would have killed everybody. We all got fired. I know. Yeah. A lot of people came up to me and told me they like your new look. They love it. Yeah, man. A lot of people really? said that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Man, I had a lady, man. I, it's just people. Hey, Steve, what's up? I said, hey, uh-huh. take that S off your face. That ain't your look. Really? And I'm looking at her now. Hold up. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Be nice, yeah. Steve. Uh-uh. Don't. Because you know how you are with the clap back. Oh, but, I'm, you know, Stop. but that's why that's what you say to me. <laughs> you you ain't met Steve Harvey ever before in your life. Ain't no, hey, Steve. I'll tell you why. Man, thanks for the I'll, laugh, I'll the memories, yeah. all this here. I'll tell yeah. you hey, why. Hey, Steve. Take that S off your face. That ain't your look. But okay, Steve, people but hold, know they act, they think they know you. Okay, well people, then, <laughs> no well way. then, when she said that, <laughs> she, she should have been all right with what they I said. I love the fact that you're so approachable and that okay, you're so no regular. They look when at you us approach like, me though, yeah, family. family, you're like okay. Uncle Steve. They no we problem. take them to work every single day. Steve. Okay, so when I what I said back, no, no. Well, since we all know each no. other, no, no. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> In your family, did you ever have a relative or an uncle where other people in the family said some things to that uncle, but he held back out of respect and didn't go there and took the high road? That's what you have to do. We don't have none of them people in my family. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't not one? That clap back all You got to have one. You ain't have one. You say something in our family. Uh You must want me to say something. (laughs) Because if you think you're going to just... It's, Fire off. Yeah, it's but, just going to be fourth without no back. It's real. It's real. No, this is going to be back and forth. If but, you're thinking it's just fourth. I know. I got that part about you. You are going to say something back, but can you just be nice about it? No cussing. Okay. I, okay, no, okay. 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 Let me give you the that. no cuss version. Okay. Well, what did you say to the she woman? She said, yeah. hey, that. Steve, take that S off your face. That ain't your look. Okay. okay. That's kind of rough. That was kind of rough. I'll admit. Yeah. So that's kind of rough. I said, but that's your look. Oh. 
That's the dress down version, right? Dressed up version. Yeah, that's the that's clean about version. You can get it. I said, okay. oh, but that's your look, though. Wait a minute, uh, tell them, tell them people about the, about the lady that, that had the attitude by her room. Hey, man. <laughs> what happened? One person. Everybody. Steve is wonderful. Uh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Here is one lady. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I was at Atlantis last year. I liked it better. Oh, okay. I said, well, she was in the Bahamas. It was a whole different Bahamas. country. Yeah. I said, I said, but you, you, you about the only person uh-huh. that is not having a better time with this one. I said, because I solved one problem and made it all inclusive. Yeah. So you don't have to take your right. wallet out. You can eat, yeah. drink whenever you want, much Which as you want. Which is a great thing. And you know, boom, that lets you keep having a good thing. You ain't got to carry your wallet uh-huh. out. You know, I, I don't I like my room. I said, you didn't like your room. What's wrong with your room? It's got a bathtub in the middle of the floor. <laughs> Everybody thinks that's so sexy, right? <laughs> to have that in your room. How is it that you missed the mark with the purpose of this? Yeah. Everybody got a jacuzzi in yeah. their room. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you don't see the sexiness in there, exactly. so then she kept talking. I just said, you by yourself. <laughs> See, there you go. Another clap, clap back. back. Yeah, oh, cool. but didn't yeah, he didn't have to say that, though. Yeah, he did. You, no, no, he no, didn't. He didn't. Junior, no, he stop did. co-signing. No, no I understand what he's saying. <laughs> it's not necessary. Back. Well, here come the back. <laughs> well, everybody else did. It's not a tennis Then match. here come the fourth. <laughs> I ain't like, my my room got a bathtub in the middle of the floor. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Sir. Now, right, it's not now a here come the back, yeah. but I gotta knock this down. I gotta filter this, uh, yeah. cause this back. Yeah, yeah. So you the surreal <laughs> wig? I know. So a, back is so clap back. I said, who the? Uh uh-uh. yeah. No, you didn't. Uh-huh. You well, started off with who the? Who the? <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, coming up next. Uh, well, this we can't call this something funny. We just have to say, Gladys Knight says she does not have cancer. We'll explain when we come back. This is deep. We'll be back at 44 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, friends, family, civil rights leaders said their final goodbyes to the Queen of Soul. Uh, Stevie Wonder, Jennifer Hudson, and Fantasia, along with former President Bill Clinton, Smokey Robinson, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, Faith Hill, Valerie Ashford, Whoopi Goldberg, and the list goes on and on and on. And of course, her good friend, Miss Gladys Knight. Now, while attending services for Aretha Franklin at Greater Grace Temple in Detroit, Gladys Knight told a TV station there, WDIV, that uh, she's suffering from the same disease as Miss Franklin. Take a listen. This is a tough day, isn't it? Of course it is. We lost our queen, you know, and she's my sister and she's family. Well, I, I, I didn't want her to suffer, and it's not our business. It's the Lord's business. You know, he calls us when we're supposed to come home, and she has done more than her share of using that gift that she was blessed with. <laughs> I'm just glad to be here to honor her at this time. We had some good times. We learned together. We grew up together. Our families were similar, similar, and she was a family girl, and I'm a family girl, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, we had those things in common, you know? We like to eat. We like to cook. We like to do all those things, and those, those are personal times for, for us, you know? Well, the last time I talked to her, we were at the same hotel, and we didn't know it. But I know her crew and family. She knows my crew and family. And Steve, I think, walked downstairs. Steve or Larry. 
And so she called him over. She said, tell Gladys, get down here. Because we talked to each other. So they came and told me, Aretha said, get down there. So I went down and I said, Riri, what you doing down here? So we just got to talking and everything. And at that time, we shared the fact that we, we had the same disease. Did you say to her Thank you. Have a safe journey home. Safe like passage. I said, yeah. But Steve Gladys cleared things up with TMZ. Um, she said, I'd like to clarify that Aretha and I discussed both of us having cancer. Mine was stage one breast cancer and hers was pancreatic. We all know that. Due to early detection, I am cancer free and grateful for that. Uh, Ms. Gladys continues, it is unfortunate that on a day we should be celebrating Aretha's life and massive contribution to our world, a reporter who did not relay accurate information has missed the message. I send my love to the entire Franklin family and my gratitude for them for sharing such an extraordinary person with us. So that's how Gladys uh, cleared things up because it was trending all over social media that uh, Gladys Knight has the same thing that Aretha had. Right. Man, yeah. Always. They, they get on it. Yeah. yeah, that's so social this, media, man. So yeah, they got yeah. some information on that. It just ain't right. Right. It, it just, yeah. it's just, and it's amazing though how many people get their news on social media like mm -hmm. it's factual. Mm -hmm. You well, be going crazy. And I think when she said what she said, I think like social media and other media outlets, they kind of said, "Oh, Gladys yeah. Knight has pancreatic cancer," and I think she also meant that she was suffering with pain, like Aretha. Like Aretha, I think, yeah. You know what well, I mean? but that, the but sensationalist. You know, that's right. of it all, oh, you know. Yeah. Get the story they make at all the costs. headlines yeah. to make you tune in. That's right. How Steve. many times have you read a story on social media that was nothing like the headline? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, wasn't... ain't even close. Right. Yeah. But yeah. they lure you in with this dramatic mm -hmm. headline, and then the story don't meet none of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Well, um, here's another story. Um, Okay, Melania Trump uh, is upset and embarrassed over the insults thrown at her husband during uh, Ms. Franklin's funeral, and she feels horrible, she says. Uh, during his speech at Aretha Franklin's funeral, Reverend Al Sharpton delivered not one, but two different disses aimed at Donald Trump, uh, one implying that he needed to learn the meaning of respect, uh, and another slamming Trump for saying that Aretha worked for him on numerous occasions. When uh, Donald Trump, our president, heard of um, Aretha's passing, he said, I remember her. She worked for me on several occasions. And we were mortified that he said that, that that came what? out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah he yeah. said that. Yeah. Uh, that It did come out of his mouth like that. Um, a source close to Melania told um, uh, magazine exclusively that, uh, told sources that she's mortified over the shade thrown at her husband. She feels humiliated and embarrassed by the multiple uh, Donald insults at Aretha's funeral. Uh, that's according to the source. It makes Melania feel horrible that Donald is not welcomed or invited to Aretha's funeral, that he was not uh, invited to McCain's funeral, John McCain's funeral, or Aretha's funeral. And uh, then to hear about speakers making subtle jabs at her husband. Now, someone who whose jabs were not subtle was Michael Eric Dyson. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he said... He talked at the funeral? Oh, yeah. Yes. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the First Lady wishes more people liked her family and is constantly, constantly embarrassed by the public's opinion of her husband and when people take shots at him and her family. 
She said it really stings. As a result, Melania has been trying to get Donald to uh, reel back some of his rhetoric. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good they, good luck mean, with that. I mean, no, yeah. but, I mean, naturally, you know, yeah. it's going to bother you. You know, you're yeah. married to this man. You yeah. got a son. Right. You know, yeah. he catching hell. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. The, the boy, the boy catching Baron. straight hell. Yeah. Yeah. And it's no fault of Melania anyway. or, her, or, the, or the child. Nope. Right. It's no fault that he's the president that he messed around and won. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the you know, part about not being invited to the funeral, that's, you know, I mean, you know, that's just, uh, you know, a, a funeral is a funeral. It's, it's, it's a going home service. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a moment where we celebrate the life, the life. of who legacy. this person was. Right. Yeah. You know, we, we talking about that dash. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got the date of birth and you got the date of demise, the year of the demise. But what you really want to talk about is that dash. Mm. It's the smallest part on the tombstone, but it has the most weight in it. Yeah. And that's Aretha why Aretha had a huge yeah. dash. Your yes. funeral is like yeah. what seven eight, hours? Eight hours long. And you know, it's just hours. see now that's that's, that's a crazy. lot. But John McCain had three funerals. Yeah. Three. Memorial I'm not. Service. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's seven I mean, hours is a long funeral, especially for the family if they have they, to sit there. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. I don't care who you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and her family, the granddaughters, the oh, grandchildren, they so spoke. Lovely. You know, it was it was like you said, Steve. It was a celebration of her life. It's right. so many performers, so many people singing, and I think you know the situation with President Trump and John John McCain. There was real tension and real beef. And he's still kind of like talking about this man that he's deceased. Yeah. Well, so, you no, know. well, John McCain no. did not want him there. Yeah, he, well, John McCain planned his own <laughs> funeral. Trump he didn't want him there. Him. Yeah. Well, Trump doesn't get it. Uh, you, 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 I think every, y- y'all got to stop getting mad at it because this who he is and this is how he is. He's, he can't change. Oh, when Trump. he said Aretha Franklin worked for him, what he meant was, he had hired Aretha Franklin mm-hmm. several times to perform. At his right. But thing, as yeah. an employer mentality. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. The head man of all that he yes. surveys, okay, surveys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He like, I loved her. She used to work for me. Yeah. That's all he meant. That's really yeah. what he meant. Right. Yeah. But oh, when you stack so it on top of everything else he's done, <laughs> yes. there is no leeway for him. That's yes. right. That's oh, right. hell. Yeah. Now he'll, oh, yeah. work for you. Yeah. Now she works yeah. for you. Everybody was outraged when he made that statement. But, but, I, but yeah. let me tell you something. In his mind. That's it. That's it. You're in right. In his mind. You're right, see. Mm-hmm. He didn't, he did, that ain't, that ain't where the dude was at with it. But he's 70. Well, he should have come back and cleared it up. Yeah. He can't he he, come he back always, and clear nothing He up. doesn't. He always doubles oh, down. But his venom said. on his remarks, he's got to learn from that. Yes. Come on, you're the president. Y'all, he's y'all, 71. We don't get he's it. Not he's finna not learn going nothing to now. change. Mm. Y'all, <laughs> right. y'all not listening. We got to go, Steve. <laughs> Coming up next in entertainment news, Bobby Brown will tell his story his way. The Bobby Brown story, world premiere, is tonight on BET. We'll talk about it right after this. Bobby, I love you! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up in 20 minutes, a little twist on our game. Again, we're going to do it again today. We'll see if Uncle Steve is smarter than Junior. It's been good so far. It's been fun. You guys Junior won one. Yeah. You tied. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see it. how it goes well. today. We're going to play Are You Smarter? Then our nephew Tommy, in his absence, Junior is going to um, do his own thing. Okay. Uh, but right now, it's time for entertainment news. He's already at least quicker than Tommy. <laughs> Don't and start. And answers more questions than Tommy. <laughs>
And he can outrun Tom. All right, we'll get to it. <laughs> Tonight is the Bobby Brown story on BET. And from the new edition <clears throat> miniseries, actor Woody McCain uh, stars as Bobby Brown. He played Bobby Brown in the new edition series, yeah, yeah, as we yeah, mentioned. Yeah. yeah, so it looks like the story is going to pick up from where the new edition movie dropped off. The movie will talk about Bobby's solo career, his marriage to Whitney Houston, being a father, his drug and alcohol addic- addictions. Uh, Bobby Brown has had one heck of a journey in this music game. The cast includes, as we mentioned, Woody McCain as Bobby Brown, actress Gabrielle Dennis as Whitney Houston. Yeah. She was on the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mackay Pfeiffer as Tommy Brown, Bobby's brother, and Danisha Hopkins. That name may not sound familiar to you, but you will know her as Baby Girl from Power. That is Raina, Tariq's twin what? from Power. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so there is... She's (laughs) playing Bobby Christina. Yeah, she's playing Bobby Christina. Uh, That is Tariq's twin sister from Mm -hmm. Power. Yeah, she's going to play Bobby Christina, so... (laughs) <laughs> I can't wait to see it. You're, you're excited to see the movie, right, Bobby Brown? I'm not. I ain't going to watch it. You're not going to watch what? it? What? Everybody. Did you? Junior. I, I can't believe you ain't Wait a minute. Hold uh, up. Do you, do you know Bobby? Yeah. Yeah, very well. Wait a minute. I, I got to go back for I know. Moment. Matter of fact, I know all I need to know. Wait, <laughs> you know the story. You ain't got to clear nothing up for me. <laughs> so did you not watch? I've been dealing with the end product. I don't give a damn how he got here. Did you not watch the new edition story? Uh-uh. Oh, oh, what was you oh. doing, Uncle? I was working. Steve. See, y'all, y'all gonna get it one day. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. But you don't Bye-bye. work all the time. All this movie going, TV watching. I, I, when I'm gonna go do you that? You have downtime, Steve. But my downtime, I need rest. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> uh-huh. Because New Edition, Bobby Brown, that's our era. Yeah. Especially me right. and Junior. That's, that's right. So if they did a movie miniseries on Earth, Earth Wind, Wind and Fire... fire the untold story. They got to come to me. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, uh-huh. that's how we feel uh-huh. about Bobby. See there, in new yeah. edition. And Bobby Brown so good, is Steve. the king of army. Yes, he is. Would you be yes, in it, us? You would have to be in it. Bobby Brown is the king of army. Whitney yes. said it. Whitney, Whitney said, said it. it, and I know why she said it because he was the first to do all of the things that uh-huh. some like genuine usher all these artists that are r&b bobby was the first to do all of that and she was right when she said that what's that so we gonna thing? see that Bob Brown ain't no damn king r&b whitney said he was who you about to say who's the king of r&b yes, yes for that time yeah. at that time yes yeah, you're talking about for that time but yes see, you to said, me see king of pop it's the king of pop. Michael queen Jackson. of soul is queen yeah. of soul. Yes. Uh-huh. Godfather soul is Godfather soul. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. What is you talking about? He you king you know what you, you're the king of comedy and the king of clapback. <laughs> it's your new title. But what you ain't fit? <laughs> we gotta go. Hey, listen. <laughs> um, let, let's get caught up on today's yes. headlines, Steve. Please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Trill. Oh, he's mad? I mean, for <laughs> real. Crazy-ass statements y'all making to me. <laughs> Many singers I know. Don't. <laughs> Say it. Come on, King of Clap. Somebody. <laughs> Introduce the queen of news. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss <laughs> Ann <Andrew. laughs> Sorry to say that at least 57 people were shot between Friday night till Monday morning, seven of them fatally. Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson tells Chicago's WMAQ that he's put his forces out there. Crime isn't just about what the police do. Crime is about what the criminals do. Let's, let's not forget we look at crime 
every day, every hour, and we readjust, readjust, readjust. But there's only so much the police can do. We cannot be on every street corner of this city every moment of the day. We just can't. That's an impossibility. Superintendent Johnson deployed more than 600 additional police officers to the mostly violent neighborhoods, and still the shooting continues. Racists are targeting the Florida governor's race, and neo-Nazi group out of Idaho claiming responsibility for the racist robocalls targeting the Democratic candidate, Tallahassee's black mayor, Andrew Gillum. Now, the automated message is narrated by someone pretending to be Gillum using exaggerated, undereducated, black-sounding dialect with jungle noises in the background. Yeah, this stuff is really happening. Gillum spoke about it on CNN. I want to make sure that we don't racialize and, frankly, weaponize race as a part of this process, which is why I've called on my opponent to really work to rise above some of these things. The 78-second robocall sent out to thousands of Florida voters over the holiday weekend following Gillum's Republican opponent's remark. Ron DeSantis, you may remember, he told reporters, quote, not to monkey this up and allow Andrew Gillum to be elected. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu reportedly hosting Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte, who's on a four-day visit to the Jewish state. Israeli human rights activists very critical of the visit, saying that their country should not be welcoming this guy. Human Rights Watch points out that Duterte's police have murdered thousands of people without trial as part of his crackdown on drugs. He once compared himself to Hitler. He disrespected the U.S. presidency by cursing President Obama. And recently he said that beautiful women were the reason for rape. He calls President Trump a good friend. Folks in Mississippi preparing for Hurricane Gordon, which is expected to leave about eight inches of rain before it's all over. Tops at the box office over the Labor Day weekend. Crazy Rich Asians for the third week in a row. Crazy Rich Asians brought in another $28 million. It's over $110 million thus far for that movie. And finally, Nike has come out with a new ad, and it's a powerful one. It's a picture of the top of Colin Kaepernick's face with these words written across it. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Just do it. Don't you love it? Also part of the Nike campaign. That's right. Odell Beckham and Serena Williams, part of that campaign. It's a Nike's 30th anniversary of the Just Do It campaign. Again, Colin Kaepernick, the words believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Okay, back in 20 minutes after the hour with the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, we have to say happy birthday to Beyonce, Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. Uh, Beyonce is 37 years old today. We love her. And uh, now it's time to play. Is uh, Uncle Steve smarter than Junior? Probably. Yeah. (laughs) More like, I'm going to give him my best shot. Yeah. I'm ready. You're going to say happy birthday to Beyonce, Steve? The Beehive got her covered. (laughs) (laughs) On birthday wishes. Let me tell you something. If you want to know something that's real, get over there by that Beehive. Well, you remember when the guy ran up on stage? It's it's way different than that. (laughs) They gave him a beat down. Yeah. 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 All right, now it's time to play Are You Smarter Than Junior? You ready? Come on, come on, come on. All right, here we go. You have it to do any woo sign or anything like Tommy? That's from the Dominican. (laughs) Here we go. All right, what foreign automaker produces the Avalon? Toyota. What recent hit movie stars Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett, Tiffany Haddish? What legendary comedian starred in the 1979 movie The Jerk? Steve Martin. Besides the Queen of Soul, what other famous singer is nicknamed Riri? Rihanna. Rihanna. Which NBA player is the father of Khloe Kardashian's daughter? Oh, the boy that played for Cleveland. Tristan Thompson. What? 
Where on the body would you put the Invisalign product? Your teeth. Which state is abbreviated AZ? Arizona. In which city did Tito's vodka originate? Austin. What were you going to say? I don't know. That's my monster. All right, here we go. HGTV is a major television network. What does HGTV stand for? Health goods. Come on, TV. Come on, Julia. What? HGTV. Home and Garden TV. Eat more chicken is a slogan for what? Chick fil A. What annual HBCU football game is played between Southern University and Grambling State University? Bayou Classic. Which actor starred in the Terminator movies? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, okay, and uh, the 70s show Good Times is set in what city? Chicago. I find romance when I start to dance are lyrics in which Earth, Wind & Fire song? Serpentine Fire. I knew Junior didn't know that. I find romance. <laughs> All right, that's good. Okay. I've never heard. All right, Carla, what you think? It was good. I, I mean, so. uh, Junior, you kind of. Steve got a slow kind of, start. Yeah, yeah Steve slow was fine. So, I mean, I some think, stuff I just didn't. I just didn't know. I mean, yeah, I, that's all. No, no, Irwin. First fine. two. What is the first two, y'all? At? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. Okay. Uh, we'll come back and see who's smarter <laughs> right after this. We'll be well, back at 34 you after. Know. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're going to find out who's smarter. <laughs> the nephew Tommy. Uh, the part, uh, nephew Tommy's part is being played by Junior, and of yeah. course, uh, it is starring Uncle Steve. Here we go. Uh, what foreign automaker produces the Avalon? Junior, you got this one right. Toyota. Yeah, yeah. I should have got that one. Yeah, you yeah. sure should have. Good uh, job, Junior. <laughs> Thank you. What Thanks recent so hit movie stars Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett, uh, Smith? I was going to say set it off. <laughs> close, oh, close. close. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, set but I said off. recent, though. That's the, okay, that's well, the key. I, I ain't seen either one. So. It was Girls Trip, and Junior got it right. Thank no, you very I much. I would have never known that. <laughs> Yeah. What uh, legendary comedian starred in the 1979 movie The Jerk? Steve Martin. Yeah. Both of you guys got that one yeah. right. Y'all comedians, y'all better uh-huh. than that one. Yeah. I actually, I actually say stuff before him, but he got the little high-ass part. Steve <laughs> <laughs> <That is laughs> <not, laughs> Martin. No, um, that is not how that went. Get to him. Get to Give me nothing, dog. No, no, you guys. No, no. Yeah. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. You beefing? No. Y'all beefing? No. no. Yeah, he's but he gonna like give him one. <laughs> oh, that's like, what like I need you your up. punk ass. <laughs> King of clapping. Like, I don't got to have no punk ass on. answer to think I'm smarter than you. <laughs> I'm gonna feel the same way about me when we get up from here. <laughs> All right, here we go. Besides the Queen of Soul, what other famous singer is nicknamed Riri? That would be Rihanna. Both of you guys got that, that was right. Good. Yeah. Which I is- should go to the older person. I should go to the older person. Which NBA player is the father of Khloe Kardashian's daughter? Junior got that one right. You did say the boy out of Cleveland. It was Tristan it's Thompson. Because I had to get that to him. Yeah. Neither, nor do I know nor care. <laughs> A-M-B. Where on the body would you put the Invisalign product? Steve got that one right. Teeth is the answer. Which state is abbreviated AZ? Arizona. Both of you got that one. In which U.S. city did Tito's vodka originate? Austin, Texas. Now, Junior, who, that one goes Why through. would I know that? And you said, what was your answer? Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Why you say Mississippi? Because that's all Monica drinks. <laughs> she be bragging on it. I went to look for Tito's because I thought it was some high-ass item. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I say, hey, man, you have this stuff called Tito's Tito's. Uh-huh. It's a yeah, of course. <laughs> so I just happened to be in the store one time. Uh-huh. I was uh-huh. going there. They had bought this bottle in for me that uh-huh. I've been looking for uh-huh. for years. Yes. I got in there. I'm going down the aisle. I see Tito's in here. You can get a half a gallon of Tito for four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so nah, top shelf it is not. I said, this cheap mess right here. All right, HGTV is a major television network. What does HGTV stand for? It stands for Home and Garden Television Junior. What okay. did you say? Uh, Health goods. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, Health you got that TV. one right. Mm-hmm. Eat more chicken is a slogan for what fast wow. food chain? Chick-fil-A. Steve, Steve got, got that, that one. one. Mm-hmm. Burn me on that. What one. annual HBCU football game is played between Southern U and Grambling State U? The Bayou Classic Did you is go the to answer. HBCU? Ah, pray of you, sir. Mm-hmm. Don't ever Junior got it. <laughs> uh, which actors starred in the Terminator movies? Arnold Schwarzenegger. You guys said that one together. And uh, the last one was uh, the 70s. Show. Oh, no, that wasn't the last one. 70 show Good Times was set in which city? Chicago. Steve got that one. I find romance when I start to dance are the lyrics in Boogie Wonderland. Which Earth, Wind, and Fire song? You got that one, Steve. Okay, so tally it up, Shirley, because it was, right. yeah, was really close. Girl, let him have this. <laughs> they doing? <laughs> That's what that sounded like. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Tally, tally, tally. Junior, you got five. Steve, you got five. You guys tied for four. Wow. wow. Really? Man, I'm tired of this. Oh, Ty should go to the older person. <laughs> <laughs> My 61-year-old brain can function at the intensity level of a 39. Uh-huh. <laughs> I should get credit for You should for get that. credit, too. I think you should, huh? So I, think I thank you, you for being competitive because Tommy was, it was. What would the score be if Tommy was playing there? About nine to two. It <laughs> <laughs> proves that you guys both are smart. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, you guys it's both a good are game. smart. Yeah. Good game. Fun. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, up next, he's not here, but the nephew is uh, going to do a prank phone call. Junior will introduce that gotcha. right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, I want the car, but not the ring. Okay, uh-huh. we'll, we'll get into ring? that. Yeah, not, yeah. All right, uh, but right now, it is time for the prank phone call. Junior, in for the nephew. What you got, Junior? Prostate checker. <laughs> huh? You're killing me doing huh? something. <laughs> Prostate checker. Run it, cat. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a, uh, a Roger. This is Roger. Hi, my name is Greg. I'm a PSC. Uh, I got you on my schedule. I'm supposed to come by your house tomorrow morning at about 7.15. I just want to give you a call and uh, give you a heads up and let you know we will be there about 7.15. From my understanding, you go to work you at... Say uh, you're a, oh, you say you're a who? I'm a PSC, sir. I'll be, okay. there. I'll be there tomorrow. I got you on my schedule uh, for Monday morning, and I'll be there uh, at least about 7.15. From my understanding, you go to work at 7.30 and... Uh, my procedure is only going to take a couple minutes, but I wanted to What's just, just kind of give a friendly call and let you know that I will be by there tomorrow morning. What's a PSC? PFC? What you said? A PSC? PSC, sir. PSC. I will be there tomorrow. I've been in business uh, probably for the last, uh, I guess, about 13, 14 years now. What is PSC specialist? What you do? 
Oh, you're not. I'm sorry. You're not familiar. Nah, you got me on the schedule. I ain't signed up for nothing. Oh, I got you on my list here. I don't know who put you on here, but you, it's been paid for and everything for me to come by and, and do my job. And like I said, it only take me a couple minutes, and I'll have you on your way. How did you get my phone number? Sir, everything I have, I got I got 20 stops tomorrow, and I got you scheduled as uh, as my uh, as my first stop tomorrow morning. I don't know. I got your phone number. I do have your address. Are you at <laughs> Drive? Yeah, that's my address, but I, I'm not scheduled for nobody to come to my house in the morning. I got to go to work in the morning. I'm not going to be here. Right, right. My understanding, well, you, from my understanding, you pull out about 7.30, and I'm going to get there at 7.15. Like I said, my, the, the, you know, the procedure only takes about two, three minutes, and, and well, I'll be on my way. Well, who told you about every, all my information? You know, when I leave home and everything, who is this? Like I say, my name is Greg. I'm a, I'm a PSC, and I'll be there. Okay, you said that already. I, you'll, you'll see me tomorrow. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to give you a friendly call here on Sunday and let you know that I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there about 7:15, and we'll get you taken care of, and then I'll let you get on your way to work. You still ain't telling me what I'm supposed, what you supposed to be doing, sir. A PSC is PSC. I'm a prostate checker, and what I'll be doing is coming in and checking your prostate tomorrow. Oh hell no! Nah. You ain't coming here to check my prostate. I get my prostate checked by my doctor. Who who was you talking about coming to check my prostate? Not at my house. You ain't coming to check my sir, prostate. You, I, and, and you know what? I get this all the time. I get a lot of people that that are in denial. A lot of men that. That that claim that they man, they my got prostate it. is fine. I really? had my prostate checked just the beginning of this year, man. You don't need to come to my house checking my prostate. So a lot too. of people, a lot of men are in denial, saying that they got it checked and they got it. And a lot of times we find out they haven't, and 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 there has to be a reason. If I got you on my list and it's paid, somebody has paid one hundred and twenty-five dollars for me to come by there and check it. Well, you should be happy you paid $125. This the less job you have to do then because you're not coming to check my prostate. Sir, I'm going to check it. Now, I'm going to be by there tomorrow, and I'm, at 7.15, I'm putting my rubber glove on with a little bit of gel on it, and I am going to check your prostate, and then I'll let you get on to work. Well, I tell you what, that rubber glove ain't going nowhere near me, homeboy. I tell you what, you bring your on over to my eyes if you want to. It ain't going to be pretty, and it ain't going to be nice with you and your rubber glove. Sir, you might have sir. had to stick a rubber glove up your when I'm done with you. Don't be coming about my high time about checking my prostate. Sir, sir, do you realize that this is the leading cause to black men? Do you realize man, that? I understand that, man. All right, but they you got five black men. Three out of five black men are lost every year man, because of this, prostate man? cancer. So you ought to be very grateful that someone is sending me by there to check it and make sure you're okay. I'm grateful that I can pay for a doctor that I go to every, every uh, once a year, man. You don't have to come to my house talking about sticking no rubber glove up me, man. What's wrong with you? Sir, sir, I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. My job is to give you a friendly call and let you know that I'm coming. All right? Well, I, now, tomorrow morning, listen, I don't want to hear any more of it. Tomorrow morning, I'm there at 715, and you're going to get your prostate checked whether you like it or not. Well, you bring your on by here, then. I shall be here. You bring your bad back, you bad enough to come over here and check my prostate. You bring your on. I'm going to check on. it. So you just be ready at 7.15 that you're going to get your prostate checked. Yeah, I'll be here. I shall I'll be let here. you go you on the work. On. Case closed. You come on over here if you want to. You know my address and all my what time I go to work and everything. You you bring your bad on over here if you want to. I don't care if I got to come over there, sir, and hold you down and check your prostate. I'm coming to check your prostate at 7.15 tomorrow morning. Oh, I tell you what, you bring your bad on over here, you, you think you know who I am, what I need over here? You come on over here and you do what you got to do. I I'm going to be over there tomorrow you morning. you put that rubber glove on, you're going to be checking something else besides me. You're going to be checking your own You bring your on over here if you want to, see if I don't get you up out of here. I'll be coming to my house with that baby.
Baby, you you found somebody talking about I need a prostate check or something? Somebody on the phone talking about I need a prostate or something. You bring your... Yeah, I tell you what, I'll be here when you get here. You bring your... Over here. I will be there tomorrow at 7.15 in the morning with my glove on. You better walk your over here. You better be wheeled away from this. You bring your if you want to. I'm going to have my glove on tomorrow, and I'm going to be checking your prostate at 7.15 in the morning. You want to come out checking the prostate. You're going to be checking your own prostate, because I'm telling you what, I got something for your you come over here. You bring your bad you think you're bad enough to come over here and check something over here, you come on with it. I got one come more on thing I need to say to you. Are you listening? Then what the hell you got to say to me now? You didn't tell me some more. What the you got to tell me now? Are you listening to me? Just bring your on over here. You're going to be here. I'm going to be over there, but I got one more thing I want to say. Are you yeah. listening? What you got to say to me, man? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. Who? <laughs> Who are you? Who you say you was again? <laughs> hey, man, this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Your homeboy got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Chris Johnson, Chris, with Steve Harvey, man. <laughs> and Tommy, boy, man. <laughs> you all right, Roger? Boy, y'all about to make me go out. I wonder who the hell gonna come out uh, of somebody's house to do a prostate check, man, on a regular basis like that, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so got me, man. I, I'm gonna get him back, boy. I, I can't believe he do me like that. I'm gonna go over there and check his prostate. He, I don't even think he get his checked on a regular. I wanna have somebody come check mine. <laughs> hey, man, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> there it is. Huh? Yeah. Boy, you the great. What? Yeah. I've never, Tommy. Huh? I've never seen anybody greater at this than me. Oh, uh, come on, give me some more now. I mean, man, you just the king of pranks. Come on now. That's amazing, man. How you do that? Come on, give me some more. I ain't feeling it. Man, I'm, I mean, man, what you be doing with these pranks ain't ever been done in the history of phone. There you call. go. Now you're getting it. Yeah. Now you're there. It's probably after John Glenn landing on the moon, this the biggest thing out there. Yeah. Them damn pranks. Them pranks is probably number one selling Walmart. Right there in the front. Dumb. They, hey, I'm right me, there in the front. Me, they probably selling more pranks than they selling food. The, I'm killing them in there. Junior's I bet you, man. Huh? September 26, 27, 28. Nashville, here I come. <laughs> Probably somewhere like that. I don't know. Junior. Damn, this so loud. You a good time, Junior. That's how he do it. Yeah, yeah y'all come it. see the nephew. Well, you know that's... Ignit hey, coming to town. Yeah, your jokes have a limit, remember that? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your jokes have a limit. I think you at the edge <laughs> right now. Uh, Steve, you bring way too much you, inside, outside. Uh, okay, okay well, I think you, you need to stop uh, your joke right uh, now. Uh, all right. You borderline uh, right now, boy. All right, thank you, Junior. Thank uh, you, uh, Steve, for that. Especially uh, Paul here. Yeah. Coming up, coming up, today's <laughs> Strawberry Letter. Subject, I want the car, but not the ring. Right Ooh. after this, Strawberry Letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up at 41 after the hour, did you guys go to Sand and Soul this past weekend? Well, yeah, 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 we did. We're yeah. going to talk about some of our favorite, favorite moments, but right now it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Right, Steve? Tell them. You know what? Uh, submitting a Strawberry Letter could be one of the most important things. You've ever done in your life. I, I mean, you got it's two things. It's, it's like your physical and then your strawberry. <laughs> yes, it's rank them. Like, exactly. You better I'm, rank them. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like I mean, it's that like big. Top, yeah, top two. Turning yeah. in yeah. the damn strawberry okay. letter. Yeah, because we yeah. could be reading yours. Because I I can't tell you how hard I care about. <laughs> and you really sound like it. I, I'm convinced. I really am. I really am. All right. Hey, ladies go. and gentlemen, it's time for the strawberry letter with my friend Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, my friend. All right, subject, I want the car, but not the ring. Dear Stephen Shirley, last year I moved to a new city, and I planned to start a new life. I wasn't exactly looking for love, only a friend. Is this a woman? Yeah. Uh, I've, I have always been, if you had just waited one more line. Well, I don't have a letter, Shirley, <laughs> I know. so I got to okay, take just... notes while you talk. Okay. Because I don't have a letter. Okay, puzzle. but listen to this. You're going to like this. I have always been into older men, so I found a club where older people go. I was the youngest woman in the club. An older gentleman approached me, and I was immediately attracted to him. So we began dating, and things were going good between us. After we met, things in my personal life weren't working out, so I moved back to my hometown. The older guy and I stayed in touch, and before I moved, he asked me to marry him. He has four kids, and they are all older than me. His youngest is 34 years old. I have been dying to meet his kids because he's pressuring me to marry him. We have only been together six months, and we have not been intimate yet. I'm comfortable where I am in my life, and I'm glad to be back home. I'm working two jobs, and he helps me out, but he keeps pushing me to get myself prepared for a wedding in January. He wants to buy me a car, but he said that I can only get it as a wedding gift when I say I do. Now, Shirley and Steve, I really need a new car, but I don't want to get married yet. I'm only 24 years old. He's a great man, and I might want to marry him one day. I don't want to lose him. Should I just keep working hard and buy my own car or marry the older guy? Please help. Yes, you answered your own question. Keep working hard and buy your own car. You're only 24 years old. His oldest, like you said, is 34. You didn't mention how old he is, but if his oldest is 34, I'm sure he's uh, a lot older than you. Um, yeah, the pressure... Why would he want to, you want him to pressure you like this? Uh, you're 24. You've got a lot more of life experience to get to before you take such a big commitment, okay? You began dating. Things were good. They weren't that good because you moved back home, all right? So you moved away from this guy. You like what the things that Sugar Daddy buys you and gets you, but you don't want to be tied down to him like that. So I suggest you... Like I said, you've answered your own question. Just keep working hard and buy your own car, okay? Steve? Well, well, well. <laughs> Ain't this a little bit different? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, first of all, I want the car, but not the ring. Mm. What we getting down to is you don't want the man. 
I want the car, but I don't want the ring. All right. Well, let's take a look at this letter. All right. This little girl, she 24 years old. She moved to a new city. She ain't looking for love, only a friend. But she's always been into older men. So I found a club that old people go to. Well, Where is that? that? That's that's the VFW club. No. The Elks yeah. club. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Moose's Law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Vet Center. Uh-huh. All that's down. That's BYOB. All that. <laughs> you had you had a you had a Mason and Eastern Star Park. <laughs> you just pulled up and you it. You 24, you done walked in there, girl, look at him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. An older gentleman approached me, and you were attracted to it. So y'all started dating. Right. Things going good between after we met. Then some stuff in your life wasn't working out, so you went back on home. Mm-hmm. Now, the only guy has stayed in touch before I moved. He asked me to marry him. Mm. He got four kids. They all older than me. His youngest is 34. Now, I want you to understand something. Ain't none of these kids fitting the light. <laughs> right, she's too young. Right, right. Her, his youngest child is 34. Yeah, the youngest. You 24, they not fitting the like you. <laughs> they finna hate your ass. Because <laughs> they going to figure... This old dumbass daddy of mine. <laughs> Not, what is he? This old dumbass daddy of mine. Where is our mama? Yes, where is she? We want our mama back. Mama. Sitting up in here, got to babysit your ass. So let's get that understood. That's a 10-year difference, 34-20. Yeah, she said, I've been dying to meet the kids because he's pressuring me to marry him. We've only been together six months and we have not been intimate yet. Here we go. This is what this letter really about. Mm -hmm. You're damn right you want the car but not the ring because you don't know what the ring is tied to. But you can just drive off in the car. But he, this man been with you, asked you to marry him, and y'all ain't had sex. Mm. What's wrong with this picture right here? Who you know don't want sex after six months, but wants to marry you? I'll tell you who does this. Someone with a pre-existing condition. Uh, really? <laughs> really, Steve? Let me tell you something. Man, I... Something wrong with him, uh-huh. and he needs some help. You 24. You finna be a live-in. <laughs> a nurse? <laughs> you finna be a caregiver. Home health care? Yeah, I'm finna tell her what her life is finna be like. At 34, he needs At, a home health care. <laughs> no, she 24. Yeah. The, the youngest child is 34. Oh. His age ain't even on here. Uh-uh. I'm finna tell you what's wrong. All right, all right. Hold that thought, Steve. We're coming back. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject, I want the car, but not the ring. <laughs> we'll, we'll have it at 23 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's letter. The subject is, I want the car, but not the ring. 
this little girl and got herself in a situation. Mm-hmm. Dating this older man and she happens to be crazy about older men. They started talking. They've been dating six months. <laughs> he did, she want to move back to her hometown. He didn't ask her to marry her. But she got a problem. She's younger than him. She ain't even put his age on the paper, cause probably cause it didn't calculate. But his oldest child. Is she white. was trying to figure out how old it was, but when she put the year in, <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> it was a glitch at Google. What? <laughs> right. So this girl right here, this the part in her letter. He has four kids, yeah. and they are all older than me. Right. His youngest is 34. I've been dying to meet his kids. Wait, meet his kids. What? She's the kid. You is the kid. Yeah, she is. You the baby. <laughs> they probably dying to meet you, too. They gonna, ooh, they going to hate your ass. <laughs> you keep saying that. Girl. You fitting to feel some venom, especially uh-huh. if any one of them kids is a woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Any one of them is a woman. Now, all them sons, they going to feel some kind of way about like, damn, daddy. But the daughter, though? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. They fitting to hate you. Call her mama. <laughs> We've only been together six months, and we have not been intimate yet. Mm. This man got a pre-existing condition. Me with that. I'm telling you right what, now, what he can't get insurance or nothing. If it wasn't for Obamacare, <laughs> his ass would be just in trouble. Oh, but Obamacare didn't let him get something for this problem he got. Now, part of his problem is ED. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, he has erectile dysfunction. Just put it out there. six months. Yeah. He got erectile dysfunction. Well, they got stuff for that He can now. get that fixed. Yeah. But he don't know nothing about it. Because <laughs> yeah. he just sitting up there being close. You made him at an old club <laughs> for old ass people. Yeah, you did. You done went down to a tavern <laughs> and met some damn body. <laughs> and now you sitting up in here trying to work out a life. A tavern. Then no. he said... <laughs> Now, I'm comfortable where I am in my life. Glad to be back home and working two jobs. He helps me out. But he keeps pushing me to get myself prepared for a wedding in January. January. That's another thing. What? He telling you six months. You got to get married in January. Who the hell getting married in January? (laughs) Surely did. But let me say this to you. That's a sign that he ain't got long left. This pre-existing condition uh-huh. is more than we thinking right now. Because <laughs> he got to get married by January. <laughs> he done got some. He done got some disturbing news. <laughs> He got to move it up. He I don't know what, go. but he got to get the date moved up. He done got some news. He done went to a doctor. Some disturbing. Oh, yeah, and that damn physical. Wow. Now. Not the news, though. He wants to buy me a car, but said that I can only get it Mm -hmm. as a wedding gift when I say I do. Mm. Trap. That's a big old carrot to dangle in somebody's face. But I don't want to get married yet. I need a new car, but I don't want to get married yet. I'm only 24. He's a great man, and I want to marry him one day. What day you thinking about? <laughs> Better be in January. Because I'm telling you right now. You are so stupid. I mean, I'm going to marry him one day. Do you have any idea how many of them he got left? <laughs> how many days? How old is he? 
I'm thinking he about minimum. I'm thinking he probably oldest kid, 34, 60. Yeah, he's 60 something. But see, when I look at me at 61. Man. Yeah, he and his me is 60, probably 70. He got a lot going on yeah. here. You know, he cutting deals and stuff. What kind yeah. of deals? The car oh. is only a wedding. Yeah. You're right. Uh, he got some tricker in the marriage. No, yeah. You're right. But I'm telling you right now, you better be brushed up on your health care <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> you because be. your ass is finna be a caregiver. <laughs> You finna be locking wheelchairs and putting blankets on yeah. his legs. You finna be reading medicine. You finna have so many damn prescriptions on that nightstand. You better get your eyes checked before you mess around and give him the wrong thing. Wow. You yeah. finna go through some hell. Yeah. There's finna be some washing going on in here. Yeah. 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 Thank you, love, yeah. him. But you ain't never had to wash nobody. <laughs> oh. You ain't got nothing right there. You better really get it. You got to understand something. <laughs> Listen to me. You need to stock up. She got to Icy me. hot. Yeah. Okay. Ben Gay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Father John. <laughs> Robotus. <laughs> they like old ass medicine. Wow. Yeah. Old people like stuff that cast the oil. Yeah. Stuff old that works. What about you that? You know, Scott's uh, emulsion. Yeah. <laughs> rock candy. Yeah, hot toddy. Yeah. Father John. Yeah. Uh, the, the bathtub. Triple sixes. Yeah, yeah. So. You need a you need you need that bathtub they got out now where you can <laughs> open the door and shut it. <laughs> but I don't think he's ahead climbing in no more tub. <laughs> and don't go to Puna Connor, because they got a bathtub in the middle of the room. <laughs> that means he can fall out on four sides. Yes, yes. Uh, he need all that. He gonna have to get a hover round. Yeah. yeah. See, you got you got best in all this here. You need one with the basket on the front. Uh, I've fallen. I can't. You know. One of those you need alert. a medic alert yeah. round his yeah. neck. Yeah. He gonna fall. Can't get his ass up. You finna change your life. You gotta put a ramp on your front door. Yeah. Oh man. You gonna have, you gonna have to get it together. Well, if he buy the car, they gonna have to change them license plates and get them handicapped stickers right <laughs> You All will, right. one thing about it though, you will be parking close. <laughs> that's, that's the advantage. That's All right, advantage. guys, we gotta go. We gotta go. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter. You're crazy, Steve. At Steve Harvey FM. And coming oh, up in 10 minutes, we'll have more highlights from the Sand and Soul Fest this weekend. Boy, did we have a good time. <sighs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve Harvey, your Sand and Soul weekend in the Dominican Republic and Punta Cana was heaven. It was greatness. It really was. Congratulations. Um, thank you so much. Yeah. Somewhere to rest my aching mind. Yeah. So how was golf? Because you played a lot, huh? I ain't get to play a lot. There was a little rain off and on. That yeah. didn't bother me because, yeah. man, it's raining today. I don't care. <laughs> I got gambling money and cigars. <laughs> well, so we're so we talking about some rain Let's go inside. It's plenty to do. Yeah, well, you know, tropical. That's what happens. Yeah. They call it liquid sunshine. Yeah, the it sun rains a little and the sun comes back out. Yeah. 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 Let's shout out to everybody, Steve. We got some loyal, loyal yeah, listeners. Man, they, can, oh, they yeah, man. love us. <laughs> they love man. this morning show. They love you. They came from all over the country. 
to Sanders. To be soul. here. Thank y'all yeah. so much for coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it was they a good time yeah. had by all. Seriously. Yeah. There's Very. a woman named Beverly that lives in Delaware. She, uh, oh, she, yeah, she's Beverly a driver. Or something yes. She yeah. listens all day long. Mm-hmm. She loves us. She's right here. <laughs> had a great time. Yeah. Is it what? How what? are you feeling about that? All this love that, yeah. that we're giving you right yeah. now. I mean, you know, it's it's, it's like really a, a great group that mm-hmm. came through the car. Everybody was on the same page. Man, I know. Everybody had the same attitude. They did. It was just people having a good time. Wasn't no pressure. Man, was... people so polite to one yeah, another. They were kicking they really it. Nice. Kicking yeah. it. Man, yeah. How y'all doing? Where y'all from, man? Yeah. I mean, they was just, it was so cool, man. Mm-hmm. And there's so much to do. Like, ain't no, the pool was too crowded. Uh-uh, none of that. 14 of us. <laughs> <laughs> but, Steve, I was most proud of you. I have to say this, because you really, really, really went out, spoke to the people, shook hands, took oh, man, selfies, man. took pictures, all, all of that. that. Yeah. And yeah. you know, you you know, you're, this is all with your change of attitude, right? Well, you know. Because normally, uh, you know. Yeah, blue cheese. Beef. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> Come if on. you get on my damn nerves. <laughs> You know what you want me to do. Okay, but you did you did really well this time. You really yeah, did. But you know what it is is I explained to the people mm-hmm. the my level of Christianity, mm-hmm. so that they understand <laughs> that I'm an entry and, level and what, Christian. Yeah, I was going to say, and what is that level? You know, on a scale of one to ten, uh-huh. I'm a Christian. I'm just a two, five, <laughs> a three, <laughs> and then that's where I am. Two point five or three. Yeah, don't come over here pushing me the boundaries of Christianity. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, because yes. you're gonna lose. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don't slap me. I'm not turning other cheek. <laughs> I ain't at that level of Christianity. That's about a six. Do all and that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You gotta be like a seven. To, you probably gotta be like an eight, nine to turn another cheek. I, yeah. I am not there. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm an I'm I'm an entry level Christian. Can I take this how they explained it? Uh-huh. A guy explained it to me. We all going to fall short Absolutely. of the glory of God. Yeah. That's right. So if Jesus is on shore mm-hmm. and it's three Christians in the boat mm-hmm. and the first Christian dive in the water to swim to shore to get to Jesus, a mm-hmm. hundred yards from the boat, he sink and drown. Mm-hmm. The next Christian jump in the water, he swim 500 yards to Jesus. Mm-hmm. 500 yards, he got a lot closer. He sink and drown. The third Christian jump in the water and swim all the way six feet from shore. Okay. Sink and drown. Who the better Christian? No, well, I, all, of them are, all of them yeah. are good because they jumped in. All of them jumped in. Everybody did. <laughs> so that 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 you you closer to God than me. Oh, okay. We all oh, did come we, up we short. Oh, I see. Oh, that's yeah. what okay. Now, if I'm <laughs> ten feet it. short, fifty first. feet, hundred yards short, five. Short is short. Short is short. Yeah. short, is short. Yeah. That's okay. right. See, I got no. you. Sink and drown. Yeah. Stop allowing other people to define Christianity for you, making you think you ain't this and you ain't that when they for sure ain't this. Oh, yeah. So I'm done with that. Yeah. I'm done. I'm yeah. done with yeah. Christians yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm Steve Harvey, one. Christian level three. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, level. Jesus. Come over here playing. Level on it though. <laughs> but you can grow. You can grow in yeah. your Christianity. Yeah. But a lot of people had so much fun, Steve. I mean, they oh, really, they're still talking time. about yeah, it, and they want to come back next year. And you're going to make an announcement soon. I understand. Yeah. But we had a lot of people to um, yeah. just we talked to, yeah, to tell us how they felt about the trip. 
Take a listen. Here's some of them. Hi, I'm Dana. I'm from New Jersey. This is my first time at Sand and Soul, but it's been a fabulous event. I started following Steve at the, the Apollo Theater when he was doing um, Showtime at the Apollo. So it was really good last night to see him. And it's element because he was hilarious back in the day. I would live for him to go between the commercials and really like engage with the audience. So last night was just like a reflector piece of seeing him do that. It was like really nostalgic. Uh, I think that, so. So far, that's been my best part, just kind of seeing him back in his element. Hi, my name is Andrea, aka Pumpkin, from San Diego, California. I am here for the main reason of seeing and hearing my favorite radio host, Steve Harvey, and the Morning Crew in the flesh. I was excited about being able to see and hear Steve raw, being himself. Hi, I'm Dewana from Durham, North Carolina, by way of Detroit, Michigan. This is my first Sand and Soul, and I have basically enjoyed everything that I have encountered thus far. The best thing about the Sand and Soul Festival is it gives you an opportunity as an everyday person to meet and interact with everyday beautiful people, including the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, what's up? This is Big Business out of OKC. I'm out here at Sand and Soul. It's just been off the chain. Steve Harvey has been the realest man in this thing. Being able to to see him sit down and literally teach and show the real person that he is out here without all, all of the cameras and lights and to know that this man really means what he says and, and really believes in his communities and his foundation. I'm just so proud of uh, him and Marjorie, and I'm very thankful to be able to participate in the Santa Soul today. I appreciate the people that come up to us and say okay. nice stuff about the truck. Yeah. We'll take a break and uh, come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, so uh, people are coming home from Sand and Soul Festival. Of course, we just left there, Dominican Republic, Punta Cana. We had a great time. And uh, folks, you know, maybe moving kind of slow, you know, um, they might be a little late to work because it was a holiday weekend, you know, and people just, they don't want to get up the next day because they had so much fun. Mm. So uh, (laughs) give us some crazy or or just outrageous excuses people can give their bosses for, for being late or missing work. I dreamed it was a hurricane. Oh, Steve. <laughs> and I just could not get on that plane, man. <laughs> you know, just something come over me. Oh, Lord, just... I was just so full of the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> and it just told me, don't, uh-huh. don't get on that plane. And I said, Jesus, are you sure this is you? And I just, mm, mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. Can't so I'm, I'm late because of religious reasons. <laughs> They can't fire you for that. That's why they can't. They can't fire you for that. That's right. What you got, Judy? I'll tell you what they're going to say. Uncle Steve said we good. <laughs> nah, he said we good. You don't believe Steve? Who don't believe Steve? That's right. That's right. Now, Uncle said we good. I'll be in there on Thursday when I get back. But right now, we good. Uncle Steve weren't good for two days. <laughs> I like it, too. No, I ain't got to argue with y'all. <laughs> Ask me why I'm late. What? Why are you late? Uh, you, do you see the clock? Yeah, man, you ain't gonna believe this. That saying this old. Yeah. Cause Saturday, <laughs> me and my girl was out on the beach. Uh-huh. Today's Tuesday. And uh-huh. I'm trying to tell you what uh, happened. Okay. Uh-huh. And you know how you be playing in the sand, and you know how they bury you uh-huh. in the sand. Uh-huh. Well, she buried me in the sand. <laughs> and? And when I woke up, I dug out the wrong way. <laughs> so what? I ended up going deeper. 
So it just took me a long ass time to dig about that hole. Okay, right. And you're, now I'm here. Woo! You're, you're fired. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, won't he do it? <laughs> Junior. Junior, why are we you late? We need excuses for being late huh? today. A lot well, of people are going to, yeah. Give us some. Y'all ain't going to even believe this. What? what? Left my damn car keys in the DR. In the Dominican? You didn't I drive got to go it. all the way yeah. back. I got to go back. I left my car keys right there, room 796. <laughs> I know I got to go back and get these keys. He I didn't be able to get in there. But you dro- you didn't drive, you flew. Yeah, but my t- I locked the house. My house key and car keys <laughs> on the same keychain. I left in room 7196, <laughs> building 7 in the back. I got to go back and get the key. You're fired. Now, I'll be back. <laughs> when are you coming back? When I get them keys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Harvey, uh, why are you late? You ain't here. No, I didn't hear what I'm asking you now. Donald Trump put the DR on the travel ban. (laughs) We just got him. That's believable. Why you playing? He just he tweet that, but we on there. (laughs) All right, uh, these are excuses. Try Mm -hmm. to use them if you're going to be late. Uh, today for work, you know, holiday, long holiday. You were at the Dominican Republic. You were in Punta Cana. So uh, we mm-hmm. need some um, outrageous, crazy excuses to give our bosses. Mm-hmm. What you got, Junior? Cartel took me hostage. <laughs> what? Cartel took me hostage. I can't come to work. Man, you too. Me too. You too. Y'all were together as hostages. Cartel got me. Dog, I don't even do drugs. I don't even... <laughs> They just thought we was American. They said, y'all know y'all got money. <laughs> the only reason why I'm in here late. I love it. I love cartel. It. You don't matter. You do exactly what they say. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're late. Because mm-hmm. of the cartel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm late. You had all day yesterday to yeah. deal with the cartel. Cartel hold you two days, man. <laughs> yeah. You're fired. <laughs> come on, come on, uh, Steve. Why are you late today? Do you know what time it is? Yeah, yeah. I just got water. I'm sorry, man. I'd have been here, but man, all these funerals. Funerals. Yeah. yeah I've been going to all these. Oh, I'm funerals. sorry. Did someone pass? Did someone die? Did you? In oh your yeah. Family? In your family? McCain. No. Oh, in your family? My family. Oh, were you close to uh, Senator McCain? I felt like I was. <laughs> You know, when, you, when he went out there and said we, he wasn't going to replace Obamacare, Obamacare, he meant something to me. So you uh-huh. went to his funeral? Mm-mm. Oh, well, okay. I didn't go to the funeral. I just heard about it. <laughs> That's enough take off. And it saddened yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> Threw me into something. Then Queen, Queen oh, of yeah, Soul Queen gone. Of Soul. You went to Detroit? Oh, did you go to... Uh, Mm-mm. What? what? what no, what? I just had to lay down after that. <laughs> yeah. That's why you late. Funerals do something. Yeah, and then there's one, one more... Oh, Wilhelmina's funeral. Wilhelmina, who's that? Is she a political person, a politician? No, that was that's that's my niece's babysitter. Then your niece, you're late for work because your niece's babysitter funeral was this past Friday and today <laughs> is Tuesday. Well, and you-, you put that on top of Reese Franklin and John McCain. <laughs> what I posted. The wow, grieving is overwhelming. You know they say it comes in threes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You're fired. Toe down. Toe down. Y'all look, I'm here today. Yeah. <laughs> the word is thank you, uh-huh. Steve. <laughs> right. You're Man, welcome. I'm trying to tell you. Woo. Woo. All right, Junior. Uh, yeah. I need an excuse. What? what yeah. What, what's the I'm, reason I'm you're with late aunt. today? The reason why I'm late? Because the Rita Franklin just, Rita Franklin funeral just went off. <laughs> Everybody spoke at her funeral. You see that line? All them speakers they had, everybody spoke. Uncle, I'm surprised you wasn't even there. What's wrong? Why are you making that face? What's wrong, Steve? He not dragging me into this. Uh, 
<laughs> you don't want no parts of it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's you, good. That's a good one for Junior. Yeah. <laughs> Only uh, Junior. You're not dragging. Yeah. Y'all looking at me. You're not dragging me in that joke, partner. <laughs> yeah. So to our audience, you can try these. I don't know how well you know your boss will take them. You can try them if you're late for work today. Mm. All right, uh, Steve. One more before we go. What you holding your head for? We need why are you late? being late? Why? Why, why are you late? What, what is why going am on? I late? Yeah. What's going on with you? You just want the truth. Yes. I forgot. You forgot? <laughs> work? What yeah. do you mean you forgot? I just forgot. It was sand, soul. I ain't know. <laughs> Labor soul, Day. I ain't know. Memorial Day. I ain't know. Memorial Day is in May. Yes. I see all that. Is this Labor Day? We yes, got it yesterday. It's Labor Day. Then I went, well, man, I'll be there. I was supposed to be at work. <laughs> Coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You guys are crazy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so um, Bow Wow, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Bow Wow reportedly blew up on the set of Growing Up Hip Hop Atlanta. This happened last Thursday uh, mm. while we are in the Dominican Republic. Um, uh, well, Bow Wow um, lost his cool while shooting at a party. It was held for DeBrett at the Westside Arts Center. He reportedly damaged equipment, including three cameras. And when people tried to de-escalate things and hold him back, he turned his rage on them. Police were finally called to the set to deal with the situation, and the next morning he posted on Instagram, stop overreacting and stop with the sympathy text to my phone. Uh, You all are not therapists, so stop acting like one. I got this. Thanks. Uh... What's okay. going on? Bow I don't know. Steve. What's, what's Bow Wow ain't got the money for this here. What's, what's yeah. happening? What, what the tantrums and all this? Breaking cameras and all this. Yeah. Here. yeah. What, is, what yeah. is going on? Throwing fits. I don't know. You know, but I don't know. Bow Wow talks about me. I don't. I don't know what's going on. with you. Well, he's he has a new album coming out, Steve. It's called Suicide. He spelled it backwards. And he's been talking openly. So what is that? So what that mean? What did it say? Well, he's been talking openly about how he's paranoid that he won't make it till uh, 35, till the age of 35. He's 31 right now. <sighs> oh, All right man. now. So, yeah. We're we, going to have to pray for Bow Yeah. Wow. Something going on. Come on, on. Bow Wow. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Edicious. Yeah. But what? Huh? Edicious is suicide spell back. Oh. oh, you wrote oh. you wrote the letters down. I'm trying to figure out what was going. Like, what does that mean? What is it saying again? Edicious. That's the album. That's E-D-I-C-I-U-S. the name of his album. E D I C I U S. That's suicide. Uh-huh. Spelled backwards. Edicious. <laughs> we don't like it either way. Okay, don't right. do that, Bob. Well, he need to stop all that. Yeah. But yeah. He need to go and talk to somebody if he, because if he think people on Instagram think. They therapists. Maybe he need to go see one. Yeah. What the hell yeah. you think about dying for 35? That ain't even a number. He says he's no. paranoid though. That that's not, not even a, 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 a that's what? not even a like a a, a monumental number. Like oh, a milestone. Yeah, like you know, milestone. I ain't think I was gonna yeah. live to be 21. I ain't think yeah, I was gonna yeah. make it to 18. Right. Who the hell says <laughs> I don't think I was gonna make it to 35? <laughs> it's too random. <laughs> Yeah, I never okay. thought I'd make it to 50. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah. I, you're right. I've never heard anyone yeah. say yeah, that. Don't nothing yeah. happen at 35. So that's four years from now. He's 31, so. But I don't wow. want to say nothing because he he gets so angry on Instagram. I just Does want he? him to get some help yeah. if you need that. Well, get maybe that's help. what he needs, yeah. and it's some help. You get know, black help, people, we always don't always want to go to therapy, but therapy's helped right. to a lot of people. Yeah, and yeah. you have people that love you and care about you and 
Yeah. He could what? be trying to sell albums, too. Yeah, because it, it's been a minute. Yeah. Well, that's okay. a good selling tool. <laughs> Just being, you know. Yeah, I'm finna die. <laughs> Get your copy. No, I'm talking about be, having destructive hey, behavior, oh, yeah, throwing tantrums uh-huh. on the set, you know, being. Well, see, it seemed to come from nowhere. It yeah. seemed to come it from out of nowhere. It seems to me like hip-hop is taking a turn. What do you to mean? be a little bit more singing about good times and stuff like that, you know. It's a lot yeah, it less dissing, a lot yeah. less bragging. Yeah. It's still there. Yeah. yeah. I could yeah. be wrong. I don't know. Well, it's always too storytelling. But I just thought they've gotten a little bit more. I think after watching J&B's concert, which can't be considered hip-hop, yeah. Except when he's performing Took alone. Because he's an OG though. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the game. You're right about that. But he had a whole nother level. And all these yeah. people that be hating on him, these young boys, mm-hmm. you old, you are, you had your run. His his run is very lucrative. Oh, yeah. She the baddest chicken, period. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tonight is the Bobby Brown story on BET and from the new edition miniseries, actor Woody McCain uh, stars as Bobby Brown. He played Bobby Brown in the new edition series, yeah, yeah, as yeah, we yeah, mentioned. Yeah. yeah, so it looks like the story is going to pick up from where new edition movie dropped off. The movie will talk about Bobby's solo career, his marriage to Whitney Houston, being a father, his drug and alcohol addic- addictions. Uh, Bobby Brown has had one heck of a journey in this music game. The cast includes, as we mentioned, Woody McCain as Bobby Brown, actress Gabrielle Dennis as Whitney Houston. Yeah. She was Pfeiffer. on the game. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Makai Pfeiffer as Tommy Brown, Bobby's brother, and Danisha Hopkins. That name may not sound familiar to you, but you will know her as Baby Girl from Power. That is Raina, Tariq's twin what? from Power. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there what? is... She's what? playing Bobby Christina. Yeah, she's oh, playing okay. Bobby Christina. Okay. Uh, that is Tariq's twin sister from mm-hmm. Power. Yeah, she's going to play Bobby Christina. So <laughs> I can't wait to see it. You're, you're excited to see the movie, right, Bobby Brown? I'm not. I ain't going to watch it. You're not going to watch what? it? What? Everybody. Junior. Did you? I can't believe you ain't Wait a minute. Watch. Hold oh, up. Do you, do you know Bobby? Yeah. Yeah, very well. Wait a minute. I, I got to go back for I a know. Moment. Matter of fact, I know all I need to you know the story. You ain't got to clear nothing up for me. <laughs> so did you not watch... I've been dealing with the end product. I don't give a damn how he got here. Did you not watch the new edition story? Uh-uh. Oh! Oh, what was you oh. doing, Unc? I was working. Steve. See, y'all y'all going to get it one day. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. But you don't what work all the time. All this movie going, TV watching. I, I, when I'm going to go do You that. have downtime, Steve. But my downtime, I need rest. Well, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Because New Edition, Bobby Brown, that's our era. Yeah. Especially me right. and Junior. That's, that's right. So if they did a movie miniseries on Earth, Earth Wind, Wind and Fire, Fire, the untold story. They got to come to me. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? Uh-huh. That's how we feel uh-huh. about Bobby. See there? And New yeah. Edition. And Bobby Brown so good, is Steve. the king of R&B. Yes, he is. Would you be yes, in it, us? You would have to be in it. Bobby Brown is the king of R&B. Whitney yes. said it. Whitney, Whitney said, said it. it. And I know why she said it, because he was the first to do all of the things that uh-huh. some, like Genuine, Usher, all these artists that are R&B, Bobby was the first to do all of that, and she was right when she said that. What's that so we going to see that. Bobby Brown ain't no damn king R&B. Whitney said he was. What? 
Who you, who you about what to you, say? Who, 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 who is Wait. Who's the king, king of R&B? Yes, yes, for that time. Yeah. At that time, yes. Yeah, you talking about for that time. But yes, see, you to said, me. See, king of pop is the king of pop. Michael queen Jackson. of soul is queen yeah. of soul. Yes. Yeah. Godfather right. soul is Godfather yeah. soul. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. What is you talking about? He you, you know what? You, you're the king of comedy and the king of clapback. <laughs> it's your new title. But what you ain't fit? <laughs> we got to go. Hey, listen. I'm um, me. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'll be back at 49 after to close out the show. One more break, Steve. Uh, we'll close out the show and get some uh, closing remarks from you, sir. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going to just go and go to work. <laughs> some more. All right. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are uh, at the last break of the day. Um, Steve, we've had a good day, talked about a lot of stuff, and of course, as usual, it is time for your closing remarks. Today, I want to keep it positive, but I want to keep it encouraging at the same time. And always, as usual, I I just want to say this before I start. It's not that I think I know everything, because I don't. But in my 61 years, I have learned quite a bit. I have learned how to come from the back towards the front. I've learned how to be at the bottom and work my way to, towards the top. I've learned how to get over because I've been under. I've learned how to win because I have lost so many times. I've have learned how to develop an understanding because I have been more than confused before. So I have paid for these lessons that I've learned. So I'm just sharing, and that's all I'm doing. You don't have to take any of this that I say to heart, or you may choose to go another way. But for those that are really open to just hearing some theories of success, that's why I decided to start doing closing remarks again. Today I want to talk to you about something that really helps everybody. And it's very simple. Get focused you got to get focused, folks. You've got to become what I call laser beam driven. You've got to set your goals and visions up, and you've got to put those blinders on that you see on the horse. See, the reason they put the blinders on the horse is so that the horse's peripheral vision doesn't distract him. If you have up in New York and you see those carriages going around Central Park, all those horses have on blinders is so that they can keep the attention of the horse straight ahead. Blinders are very good. If you want to be successful, you're going to have to put on a pair of blinders. That's so your eyes, when you look left or right, it forces you to get them back out front to where you're trying to go. See, because those blinders block out distractions. They block out distractions because they know you got to get laser beam focus if you want to be successful. You have to focus. You have to stop veering off track. You're just making the journey longer. You know, they say the the, uh, quickest way from point A to B is a straight line. Now, in life, it doesn't work that way. There is no straight lines. But you can avoid some of the detours, some of the distractions, but you gotta quit veering off track. Everybody come to you, you can't participate in everything. Hey man, we going out tonight. Hey man, we going over here this weekend. Hey man, come on man, you ain't gotta study, we getting ready to do this. Hey man, don't worry about that, we going to happy hour. Come on man, you can't go to everything. Stop veering off track. Next, look at it like this. 
get your mind made up. Get your mind made up of what you want to have in your life, the legacy you want to leave, what you want people to think of you as, how much money you really want to make, where are you really trying to go, how do you really want to be viewed, what do you really want to accomplish. Get your mind made up. Here's another way to look at it. Make a decision. Stop, stop just wandering around. Life is a series of decisions. Make one. Just make a decision today. Make a decision. In other words, come to a conclusion. Man, just sit up and say to yourself, you know what? This is the deal for me. This is what works best for me. This is who I really am. Skip the outside interference from your friends and your and your relatives of what they think you ought to be and do. What's really good for you? Don't nobody know what's best for you better than you. Come to a conclusion. Make a decision. Set a goal. Have a vision. Get thirsty. Want something so bad that without it, your mouth tastes dry. You got to get thirsty, man. See, when you're thirsty, you got to get that quenched. You have to quench your thirst. And that's how you got to pursue success. You got to pursue success like you thirsty. You got to be thirsty, man. You got to want something so bad that if you don't get it, your mouth tastes dry. What are you thirsty for? If you ain't thirsty for nothing, you ain't giving it all you got. I'm telling you, man, this is how I look at it. These are just some triggers that I put in my head. Be relentless. You got to be relentless about something. Being a relentless person has a carryover effect. If you get relentless about your dreams and goals, do you know that makes you relentless about everything? If you develop these positive characteristics about being successful, you can get there. You got to get focused. You got to stop veering off track. You got to get your mind made up. You got to make a decision. You got to come to a conclusion. You got to set a goal. You got to have a vision. You got to get thirsty. You have to be relentless. If you're not, you will veer off track. If you veer off track, you will never get to where you're trying to go. You got to get focused, y'all. It's as simple as that. And if you know how to do it, ask God to show you how. That's the other thing. No matter what I tell you, if you include God in everything I'm telling you, it becomes a lot simpler. You know, God can help you get focused. Anything you're short of, he, he got plenty of. God in the make your dream come true business. God is in the turn your life around business. God is in the pull it together business. God in the get over business. He can do it. So if you don't know how to get focused, ask God to help you get focused. And then make a decision to be focused and get on with your life. Make something happen today. Those are my closing remarks today. All right, Steve. Hey, can I tell y'all something? Yeah. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Two on Tuesday. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your healthcare provider about treatment options to manage your weight.